When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Send me to the walls, I'll break out. happening everyone welcome back it is jay scott and it is the hook rocks the ultimate rock community podcast thanks again for tuning in we always appreciate when you stop by and give us a listen we are part of the pantheon podcast network a great network of music related podcasts there's something for everyone on pantheonpodcast.com including the official metallica podcast so check that out as well as all the other music podcasts that are on there and check them out on social media at pantheon pods on threads twitter facebook and Instagram. And you can do the same with the Hook Rocks on all those platforms. Just search up the Hook Rocks. And don't forget to follow, subscribe, or like us wherever you podcast. So you get the latest episodes right to your phone. So you get to enjoy all the new ones we've done, like the recent interview with Joe Satriani. We also had Todd Damick Kearns from Slash with Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. And our top 25 albums of 2023. We did a two-part series with all the great albums, almost 200 albums we talked about in about four hours of discussion. So we're passionate rock fans. We're not like the elitist journalists that people always write about their favorite uh, in the magazines about their favorite albums that are not even rock albums or something completely different, but they're telling you they're rock albums, but whatever. Um, so check that out. And also rock journalist Matt Wake on the reasons why Robert Plant has always resisted a Led Zeppelin reunion tour. So please check out all those and more. And we have a wonderful guest or two wonderful guests that I've had previously on this podcast before. Last time we talked, they were in a cafe. I was back here in Chicago and we were talking about them leaving the band Thunder Mother that opened up for the Scorpions that uh, great summer. And they've got a new band, as we know, called The Gems, and they've got a new album coming out called Phoenix. It's their debut album. I'd like to welcome Emily and Guernica to the Hook Rocks. What's happening, girls? How are you? Hi. Good. 
<laughs> Good. Thank you for having us again. <laughs> always, always, always. I love the band. I love the new singles. I love what's happening with you guys. And I can't wait to see what what uh, what will happen once the record comes out. And lots to talk about because yeah. it was very, God, it's almost been a year since everything went down with Thunder Mother and you guys departed. And now you have the album coming out on the verge on the eve of the album coming out. So when we spoke, the wounds were very fresh. The emotion was very fresh. Now, like I said, it's almost been a year. Where have you guys gone emotionally since that first, that first few moments of departing Thunder Mother? Uh, I guess I can start. <laughs> uh, since departing from Thunder Mother, it's been a roller coaster of emotions. Uh, when we spoke, I think it was actually after our first rehearsal ever as the Jeps, and we didn't have a, we didn't even have a band name. <laughs> um, the yeah, when we spoke the first time, it was like an open flesh wound. I was bleeding. It was hard. <laughs> And now I'm in a much better place. I actually feel really happy about the future. I'm excited. Music is fun again. So yeah, I've, I've gone through all the emotions of, you know, of grief. And now I'm starting to, you know, be on the other side and kind of, I wouldn't say, I mean, I wouldn't say grateful 100%, but I'm definitely, I see it differently, the whole breakup situation because I wouldn't have never taken myself out of that toxic band relationship so I'm actually really happy that the things that happen happen because now I actually have an opportunity to be in a band where you're respected you're loved and you have a really good work life balance so yeah it's it's I'm in a good place now Emily <laughs> yeah I mean like you said like yeah I'm just uh, you know agreeing on everything like it's been emotionally up and down I think also you know the fact that we actually just you know just continued like like we never stopped really we were just like okay so this is happening and then let's form a new band we don't want to quit playing music so let's do something new and then Everything has just been like in 120 the whole 2023. And I think for us, maybe that was a good thing because we didn't really have time to stop and actually maybe realize anything. We were just working really hard and having fun. Like we have been laughing so much together. That's been like a good thing to, you know, therapy <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Also, I just want to add that, I mean... The the interview we had with you was kind of, you know, one of the first ones. And we have continued to actually speak the truth about what happened. And I'm really proud of us for that. And a lot of people has also reached out to us, like thanking us for, for telling the truth of what happened. Because this is this was the sixth time it happened in that line, you know, the lineup changes and We've been the first one to actually have the, you know, energy to speak out about it. So I'm really proud of us for that. Going through that whole process and forming the gems, you mentioned like you didn't even realize what was going on because everything was just moving forward and going and doing that. And you guys all came together. 
as a unit to form a new band. Was there ever a moment once you started writing music, once you started performing, that you did kind of stop and say, wait, we just we just formed a band out of that, right? And because sometimes you get numb. Sometimes you're 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 moving forward and you feel like you're conscious, but you're just doing these things because they just feel natural. And then all of a sudden you've got this this thing going. Was it like that? Like it was just like a, a, a reaction to leaving Thunder Mother to form a band, to come together, and then realizing the joy that you have now have again making music. Was that a realization for you guys? I mean... Of of course we have had like moments the whole year like oh my god what's happening and also it's been frustrating for us because we were you know at a certain level with Thunder Mother and we are kind of eager to just come back to that level you know and we have also you know we've had to be be patient basically um yeah. I mean if I can add to that I would just say that we've had throughout the year moments where we were kind of like you know you take a step back and you realize how much you've actually accomplished like I was doing this thing okay maybe it was in December so it was a few months uh, you know we're doing this but I was doing um, I was finding pictures for this Instagram post or whatever uh you know like a collection of what we had done that year and while going through my phone or you know my photos I kind of realized like Jesus, we actually worked really fast. And like we were signed by Napalm within three, three and a half months. We, we had a photo shoot like the first month. We started writing songs the first month. Like there was so much things that I'm really proud of the fact that we accomplished in such a short amount of time. And I mean, if we're going to get really, really technical, I did get fired on the 19th of January. So <laughs> I, uh, we still have time in that year of like us starting and we're still like really, you know, continuing to, um, you know, accomplishing new things, which I think is amazing. So when you actually take us, you know, you sit down and you think about it, it's like, wow, we actually did a lot, even though in the moment you felt like we're not doing enough. We need to do more, blah, 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 the momentum. You need to work hard to do, you know, because the music industry is so tough to break through in. When you're creating and when you're, you're coming together and you're, and you start to really write music and perform. Was the feeling under Thunder Mother, obviously you talk about the, the, the toxic environment creating outside of that. And I'm sure you guys have all had moments prior to Thunder Mother where, where you were creating and it was a, a, a more positive environment. Was that, 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 did you feel like this newness of like, oh my God, like this is what it feels like to create in, in, in a positive way and, and really kind of see things to fruition and not have what happened in Thunder Mother? Was that kind of something to get used to, if that makes sense? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, um, we, I just want to tell you that me and Emily decided we would do every other question so it would be like a smooth situation. <laughs> and I forgot <laughs> whose turn it was. Yeah, me too. But you go, Guernica. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, 
What was the question? <laughs> was I mean, the... I, I can, I mean, yeah. I can fill in and you can add again. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Do I mean, that. <laughs> I, I would say we've had these kind of moments like through the whole year. Like we, it's like we had, we have relived everything uh, in this new constellation. And you, you know, it's like we had to force or, or train our brains to realize that it's not going to be toxic this time we go on tour or, you know, being back in Germany on the stage we've played before with a, with, you know, a safe constellation of people that just makes you feel good. I mean, that's been like, we've had those moments like so many times this year. Recently, we had it just last weekend. We actually got the feedback because while in the band in Thunder Mother, we, I don't know if it, it, I guess it happened. It, it was like a survival type thing that we did without even really considering, but we kind of limit our personalities quite a lot just to be able to deal with the current, you know, band vibe. So, I mean, we're all very social people and we love meeting people, but within Thunder Mother, we became like hermits. Like we would go to our rooms, just sit on our phones and just, do the limited amount of socializing we could because it was so toxic and draining the situation that we were in in the band. And last week we were back at a place in Germany for a, a friend's birthday party. And we had played there with Thunder Mother in the pandemic. And the owner of the place, he was like, oh my God, there's such a different vibe now. You guys are so much happier. You're social. You're here. You're talking to everyone. And, and it was just like, yeah, it's it's kind of sad that we never really got the opportunity to show. I mean, some people have seen it, but towards the last few years, it's been really limiting who we've had the energy to do be ourselves a hundred percent around because it's it's been such a toxic environment. And I and it made me really happy that in this band now we can we can be ourselves fully and not be scared that someone is gonna be mean or you know toxic or steal your jokes or your personality or whatever it's just you can just be yourself and have fun and be you're in a safe environment but it's it's definitely we're learning every every new show every show we do everything we do it's it's a new time like it's a new learning experience for us because you're so uh, used to being in a in a bad environment but uh slowly but surely it's getting much better how do you trust the process again? Meaning you were in a creative process that was very toxic and very reactive. And now you're in a environment that's positive and you're, you're feeding off of each other. How do you train your brain or how do you get used to the, to writing sessions and not be stressed and not have to deal with an element in, a, in the room that is causing all that i mean that's something to get used to because it's it's it is something that that you just can't just flick a switch and then be like okay this is going to be great now it takes a while for you to really trust what's going to happen yeah we i think just, the key yeah, you go, Emily. <clears throat> i think the key has been like us the three of us we've had each other through everything and yeah we've had lots of moments where like something happened and then we have kind of like immediately talked about it and then realized, oh, maybe I got upset now because this thing triggered how it used to be, you know? And I think all these open talks we've had with each other through it all has really helped. And the fact that we have really 
like supported each other through everything. And it, it, you know, all the feelings has been okay to have, you know, nobody has, you know, <laughs> every, every feeling has been important for us to just like, yes, you know, therapy kind of. The strangest things have been triggers and every, we've always been able to talk about it. And I think that that communication is key. Just be respectful that we are all wounded and we're healing and that we we just want the best for each other. It's no, none of us are out to get each other. We're not competing. This is a team effort, and and we we deal with everything like that in with that mindset. How much closer are you guys now that you're in the gyms? Much. <laughs> no, we me and Emily had to hide our friendship, obviously, in Thunder Mother. <laughs> yeah, but um. Because we feel that nice we, people and we didn't yeah. want to make anyone feel left out. But uh, we, I think our friendship, our bond, even with Mona, because Mon, you got Emily and Mona had been friends longer than I have been part of that group. So I think this whole trauma has definitely gotten us really close. So we're a really strong unit now. And like, it's a bond that you can't really, I think it will be very, very tough to break. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, to actually feel that, like Annika said, we always had to hide our friendship and to now being able to be fully like official with it is just a really nice feeling, like a feeling of freedom, which is really like, ah, you know. <laughs> I, have to, I have to ask a follow up to that. Why did you have to hide your friendship? Because um Jealousy. Jealousy, yeah, because everything could be seen. Yeah, she everything was jealousy and just uh, I don't know, always being the victim somehow. Like even though she could, uh, uh, she didn't have a problem leaving you out or doing things like that. But it, as soon as it was about like if, if I I don't know, it was a lot of jealousy and just insecurities, I guess. Yeah. Because we really made an effort to always uh, make everyone feel um, uh, like part of the group and all these things. Because I think both me and Emily have that with us from before. Like, it, we never want to leave anyone out. Nobody wants to be bullied or any of those things. Because we've, I mean, I've had experience with that in a young, when I was younger. So it's always something that I'm kind of, I keep an eye on that, uh, you know, that everyone is going to feel comfortable and. And like part of the group. Uh, but yeah, yeah. jealousy. <laughs> how with this album, how did you guys identify your sound? What did you go after when you were starting the gems? I mean, we we pretty much, I mean, we were a big part of the sound that Thunder Mother developed into. And, uh, you know, we just wanted to continue on that path basically because uh we all really love uh classic rock and the difference now is that we are not limited anymore so we can you know pick and choose all the influences we want basically and uh also we want to have a modern um, sound to it because we want to you know refresh rock music and we want to be able to be played in radios and stuff like that so I think we just continued our vision that we had sound-wise in Thunder Mother to this new thing and now finally being able to fully do that without like somebody's 
you know, trying to keep you in a box, basically. Yeah. You guys, we've skipped ACDC, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> we would, we took a break from that sound. <laughs> I see that. I see that. Um, well, it, it does. It's not mm-hmm. lost on anyone. It's not lost on me, especially that Thunder Mother rose to be more popular with the three of you in the band. And, you know, I think that says a lot because Thunder Mother, because I talk a lot, of, a lot about new music, I knew of the band, but I wasn't really familiar with the music until the albums that you guys were on. And, and then it showed, you know, with Scorpions bringing you over uh, North America. So, I mean, the belief that may you, if you struggled with belief of how this was going to be and how is, is this going to be successful? I think if you tie that into, I, I think one of the biggest reasons why Thunder Mother was successful under your moments in the band was because large part because of you guys. Thank you. And I mean, I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean i don't want to come off as like but i am confident in what we do and I'm really i said it for you. you i i said it for you so. yeah so thank you <laughs> <laughs> and i mean it means a lot that that you hear that because that's kind of what at least i'm counting on people that know music and are genuinely interested in music and actually know music like you know they're not tone deaf or whatever like actually understand <laughs> that they can actually hear the evolution and because there's tons of interviews where she's always like, I did everything, I did it. But it's impossible for her to have done everything when the sound is so different, when there's obviously new players in the group. So the math doesn't add up. But it's really nice to be able to showcase that what we've actually, um, how much we were part of that by releasing our own music and the fact that Napalm wanted to sign us, like even before we had a band name set, you know, like people that understand music, they also, they respect um, what we brought to the table. And it's, uh, it's really nice. And it's definitely a confident boost after everything that, you know, happened. It's nice to see that uh, serious players and people that understand music really also can put those puzzle pieces together and yeah. See, <laughs> so you got, uh, you went in the studio, you started to create, like I said, what was, did you guys have a sound in mind that you were trying to find or did it just come out organically just built to that? I think we landed in it pretty quickly because uh, the, one of the first, uh, I, I think it was the first writing session we had was with Johan Randian, who ended up being the producer for the whole album. And the first song we wrote with him was Send Me to the Wolves. And we, you know, we talked about like what sound we wanted and everything. And I think we just perfectly nailed it with Send Me to the Wolves because it has this perfect mix between you know, the 70s groovy vibe and also it's sounding, it sounds very modern. So we kind of immediately had a really good like um, uh, reference to go for. And I think it was ju- just a dream team to work with you one because he he's such a genius. So he he understood what we wanted and um, he he helped us reach that 
Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. What did you learn most about? I mean, obviously, you learned about perseverance and you learned about overcoming what happened with Thunder Mother, but in the studio, like now it's just you three. What did you learn the most about each other and about yourselves? Mm, I mean, if I'm, I'm going to speak about Mona, she's not part of the interview today, but I, I, for me, it was really, really eye-opening and amazing to see a guitar player that actually is confident in their instrument and creates their own parts. Like that for me was huge. Um, she wrote her own guitar solos for the most part. And she just, I just saw her practicing and taking her instruments very seriously. And also having to play the bass and guitar on the record also had some issues, you know, because um, the bass is much rougher on your fingers. So she had to like divide up the time, but seeing her hard work and doing it the way that she did, I think was mega impressive. And yeah, she, like the, there's a guitar solo that's one of my favorite, the jazz one. I saw her working on that. That's the last thing, one of the last things that she recorded. And she like was creating it in the studio and practicing it every night. And it was just, I don't know. It's really, really fun. And then obviously Emily's always amazing. She always comes so well prepared and had like, 
I don't know how many times you actually had to do the songs, but you, Emily, did all the drumming for the all the al- the whole album in like three or four days, which I also think is very impressive. Thank you. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and obviously, you're such a great drummer. So I mean, I feel very <laughs> fortunate to play with so amazing musicians, like such great musicians. Uh, it makes my life so much easier. Uh, but as far as uh, vocally, I don't know. I guess we try to um, have a more balanced, like low parts and high parts. Because in Thunder Mother, we always try to, because as soon as people or the producer especially know that I can kind of push my voice pretty high, they always want to have that register. And on this album, I think I, I got to be more dynamic and showcase like my full range in a way. Uh, so that was, uh, that was really fun. But, uh, Yeah, Emily, do you want to yeah. add something? I mean, I, I mean, you and me, we have done like four albums together before. We, I mean, I know that Guernica is always just banging in the songs. Like she's just so professional and we're used to work with each other in that way. So I think that's always like, you know, we're really confident in, in each other and everything. But the, the new thing was to see Mona fully bloom, you know, as the guitarist she is and 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 to you know to just have this environment in the studio where everybody actually puts the same amount of work into their the, everybody takes it seriously basically that was really nice and refreshing how that might sound really crazy but we that was new to us yeah <laughs> having what what happened before Gernika was fired and you guys left the band. Um, you guys were climbing the mountain with the last album and the album before that. You guys have to start over with the gems and 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 create that whole process again. And it seems to me like you've made up a lot of ground to even before the album comes out, which is really, really cool. I mean, you you already have a an audience that's not equal to Thunder Mother, but it's getting there. And you also have to remember that you've have you've been around for less than a year too, so you're making a lot of progress. Starting over is part of the frustration of when something like this happens. How do you keep focused on creating something that keeps building like Thunder Mother was? I guess we have the we already have the experience of building a band because we did a lot of you know. We met, we were self-managed in Thunder Mother and we divided all the, you know, behind the scenes work between each other. So I think we, we, we knew how to go ahead, you know, and now this time we could even do it, do it even better. Like we always said, like, uh, do it. What do you say in English? Like, you're on your right. Um, I don't know if there's a saying in English, but it's yeah. like, uh, redo and like, Do it again and do it right. Like the, there's yeah. a saying in Swedish that's I don't know if there's any similar one in English. No. But yeah, we, I, yeah. I think I think it's like you just keep doing it until you know until it until it's good or keep doing it yeah. until it's perfect or something. You know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean we we've made I mean we've been through a lot of you know making bad choices in Thunder Mother and we just did not want to do that with this band. Like so we've been really careful with all the contracts we've been dealing a lot and having like lawyers look through it and 
and uh, we are choosing the people around us very carefully and um i think we we all just we you know because of how we managed to uh make thunder mother a success we know that we can do it basically so why not why couldn't we do it again you know and this time we're actually happy (laughs) well if you look at you said something really interesting there emily about be selecting people and being selective of who's around you and i like to use dirty honey as an example dirty honey doesn't have a record label they're still independent and in talking with john Nato a few times on the show here the guitar player you know, he has said that they wanted to surround themselves with people that believed in them and also wanted to see them succeed. Like a, they had a personal investment in in getting them to succeed instead of just being another band on their on their list, on their mm-hmm. on their artist list or whatever. They wanted to surround themselves with people that really took it personal about getting them to succeed. And I think that's a really huge element with a band like yourself and other bands is you could be on a label, you can have a management company, you can have a publicist, but if they're, if it's just cookie cutter and just, they do the same for you as they do for any other artist on their roster, are they really invested in you? Right. And that's a big question. And yeah, they can be obviously, but you know, when you have someone formulate a customized plan for the the individual band like the gems you you kind of more feel like these people are surrounding you that they want to see you that they have a vested interest you know it's not just well if they don't succeed we'll just sign another band to to mm-hmm. do you know what i mean yeah 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 i think i mean and we have i mean we, i think we always think through like can we do this ourselves or do we need to hire somebody and most often we can do it ourselves we have a lot of like we all are really we have different strengths and we can do most of it ourselves but we needed a label because we were like you know we needed some more muscles to help build the brand um yeah i think also that now that we are redoing and redoing it in a way where we we feel happy i feel like um Part of the brand, the gems, we also want to be seen at a different, um, how do I say this without sounding weird, but at a different level straight away. You know what I mean? Like we've already done a lot of like dog years, so to say. We have a few of them left probably, <laughs> but like the worst of them, we want to be, uh, we want them to be in the past. So we also want the gems to be a, at a certain level straight away. That's why we, we have a booking agent and, uh, we have booking agents like the European one and the Scandinavian one that are pretty at a high level and stuff, but we've been, uh, particular in choosing them and also being very upfront with the fact that we, you know, less is more and we want to do smart choices and not just sell ourselves out cheap for cheap like we did with Thunder Mother. Um, I mean, you know, there's a lot of things that you learn along the way and having a label like Napalm, also kind of gave us that credibility straight away because a lot of people are like, whoa, you signed with Napalm? Like they already have street credit. But I, I can definitely see ourselves maybe in the future doing it ourselves. But for now, I think that was like the the, the strategically smart move for us, for people to take us serious straight away. 
And uh, yeah, but the dirty honey route is amazing. And I think that is the future if for bands that can actually manage to do it. And since we three are basically our own managers, I don't see why we couldn't. It's just Absolutely. right now we just wanted to have that little manpower and credibility. Absolutely. Absolutely. What excites you about the debut album? Mm, everything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we we have, you know, we can't really do touring and stuff before we have an album out. So we've just been waiting. It feels like when the album is finally out, we can like finally get started like for real, you know? Um, and that's very, very exciting. Um, I'm looking forward to like what this year is gonna bring to us. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to just show the world what we're about and really having started our catalog of music. And yeah, this is, this is the beginning of everything. And it's, it's so exciting and it's so nice to be in a group of people where we all work equally hard. We pull our weight and yeah, I don't see why we wouldn't, you know, surpass what we accomplished in Thunder Mother uh, because we have that kind of work ethic and drive. So I think it's really exciting. Is there a song on the album that you guys created, you gals created? And during the process, when you hear it back, when you hear it play back, like this is... This is really us. This is really, this is the gems. Ooh. I think there's a lot of those. Yeah, I think most of the songs are, but I think some of the songs are like a proof of how free, like creatively free we are right now. For example, Force of Nature, which is a really crazy song, and it has like elements of, you know, choirs in like hundred harmonies sounds like and yeah a jazz solo and it has like Iron Maiden inspired drums with a hi-hat a lot you know and that's I think I don't think we would have been uh, like I don't think we could have that song in our previous band so it's new and fresh to us to have more of a, a craziness I don't know how how to explain it but I think, uh, I mean, if I'm going to choose a song, I think Send Me to the Wolf was the beginning of what kind of shaped what we wanted to do. Uh, but I also think that, um, the song Queens and like, I don't know, there's so many good songs on that album. And I really like that we got to, you know, take influence from Queen and Van Halen and like different bands that are just legendary and, um, I don't think that many people actually are influenced the way that we do, you know, like the way that we did now on this record. Um, good question, though. I, yeah. It's hard. <laughs> Listen to the record. now. <laughs> Was there any song that you really expanded your universe of creativity and... Maybe under Thunder, Thunder Mother, you couldn't have recorded a song like that. Is there anything like that on the album? Force I of Nature. I, yeah, that's what I meant with Force of Nature. I think that's like, uh, I first of all, I don't think we would have been able to play it live in Thunder Mother um, at all. But now we can. Um, 
I'm not saying more. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I mean, we did rehearse the song and it's a tough song to do. And we're going to play it live on the 26th of January, uh, which is scary and exciting. But that is a very, that's a song where we really just did what, whatever we wanted. And it's kind of (laughs) crazy. Everything leads up to this debut album, right? Everything that's happened in the last year leads up to this. And then there's life after the album. Now that the accomplishment of, of releasing the debut album is coming, it's coming out, what, the, was it the, what date? The 26th, yeah. Once that album's released, there's more work to continue, obviously. Um, what is, is there a plan for you guys once this album is released to really get the word out and really push the music out? Yeah. I mean, we, the plan is to, once the album is out, um, we're going to continue doing PR around it, obviously, but we're also releasing Queens as a single with a video in March. Um, uh, so that's going to, you know, that's a part of it, but we also plan on touring a lot and yeah, doing all those things that you need to do to get your band name out there. And we're working really hard on building our platforms on social media. And yeah, I, I think the, the, the work never ends <laughs> and there's a lot of things to do. And once the album is out, we want to try to make content with other songs that didn't get to be like official singles and stuff like that. So we have. We have quite a few ideas on what to do uh, because it's nowadays it's so important to always stay relevant and creating fun content is unfortunately very important. (laughs) So, yeah. Is the social media aspect, I've noticed a huge difference from between Thunder Mother and the Gems that you guys are much more interactive. You guys are much more active on the social media and you talked, Gernika, about being relevant, staying relevant. That's a huge thing for bands and artists these days. That is is very singular with this whole process in that it has to happen. You have to have an outreach in social media. Yeah. Is there anything that you guys have learned through the years of, of doing this, maybe from other bands or, you know, you're just observing other pages that you you wanted to incorporate into building an audience and connecting with people. I mean, I could just start by saying the the main reason that we do more on social media than Thunder Mother is because Gernika was the one uh, taking care of most of our social medias in Thunder Mother. So uh, there you have it. Like Gernika <laughs> is like she's a the I don't know like she's really good at that and she she's the one posting most you know every day making sure that we and Mona is also really like interested in seeing like statistics and what works and what doesn't work and we always have discussions about you know what to do next and so on but I just wanted to say that that that's actually uh, the main reason why Gernike is the one who is really like uh, taking you. care of business there. <laughs> Thank you so much for saying that. I mean, I, 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 the thing is like this, like, yeah, we do play classic rock 
And that's, uh, I guess, kind of old timey, but we're trying to make it fresh and modern and hoping for, you know, hoping to reach a younger generation and getting them pumped on rock music the way that we love it, you know, <laughs> and it's something that you have to do today. You have to take care of your socials. You have to keep it interesting and fresh and and consistent. And I did as, as much as I could in Thunder Mother. And I, I am proud of the fact that I, I, I did build up the channels quite a lot. But, um, with the, with us now, we're even more freer because everyone understands that, you know, we don't have a person that's like, uh, what's the word in English? Um, um, that holds us back. Yeah. But like a person that kind of like stuck in like what was right. 20 years or 30 years ago, like people that are not like with the time, you know, like some people are just kind of an like, old timer. Yeah. An old timer. Yeah. Like it's, it, there's nothing wrong with retro stuff. Obviously we're influenced by retro things, but uh, I think it's important to be current and relevant and try to learn, you know, and be part of the future more than just, staying stuck in what worked a hundred years ago. Like it doesn't work like that. It's like, I've had just a quick example. Like I've had conversations about in air with certain people and certain people are just like, no monitors, blah, blah, blah. And it's, there's like no actual good um, arguments for why in air wouldn't be a good thing or a solution for singers or other musicians there's just people that are stuck in like that old mindset, you know, the same people that are stuck in that old uh, stereotype of sex, drugs and rock and roll. Like it's so dated and it's not fresh and it's just like, ugh. and I'm really happy that we have left a person like that in the, you know, in another project so we can go on and be free to try different things. And I see, I try to get influences from a lot of different places. There's a lot of bands that are doing it so amazingly, you know, posting things when they play live. I'm, I'm just learning. I just try to be my best. And, and I think that that's, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm being honest with it. Like I, I'm not an expert. Uh, I just do as much as I can <laughs> and I try and I see what works and doesn't. And, and I think that's where we all complement each other really well because I'm I'm more of a like spontaneous I just do ba 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 whereas the other two are more like they do check stats and things so we can then f finesse what we put out in the videos and yeah blah 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 long answer. <laughs> when you Sorry, about... but I think again that we we are super late to another interview. I've already checked it fixed it. Oh, okay, great. Sorry, I was emailing with Lucas at the label oh. while we were talking. Okay, perfect. Oh yeah, we we got uh, we got a few more moments. Oh, you know what? Um, we can always it's wrap fine. up. These <laughs> this is a podcast. Yeah, we're like having so nice. Lucas should have put more. Time. How much? How much more time do we have? <laughs> I mean, it's we we should have been done fifteen minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, but how, but how when is, when is the other interview expecting you? I told him twenty minutes. I don't know if you responded to it. Let me just okay. double check. Well, let's just let's wrap up because I don't want you guys to be late for another for another interview. But um, we it's can. It's nice all... talking to people like you yeah. that actually have been with us from the beginning. Yes, <laughs> <It> means a lot. <laughs> Super nice. <laughs> Appreciate that. Um, we can always, you know, once once you guys get the album out and touring, we can always revisit and talk again. So yes. Yeah. 
Let's do like a three hour long podcast. No, just kidding. I'm, I am totally up for that. I'll sign up for that. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, Emily and Guernica, it's been a pleasure. It's been a blast. And I cannot wait for the release of the album. Cannot wait to see where the band goes after this. Hopefully at some point you guys do get back to America under the gems. And that would be great to see. And I'm all here for it. And I know my listeners are. A lot of listeners of the Hook Rocks love what you guys did in Thunder Mother. And they're very excited with what is going on in the gems, too, as well. Thank you. Nice to hear. (laughs) Yay. The new album is out on the 26th. It's called Phoenix. It's on Napalm Records. It'll be available everywhere. All the gems information will be in the show notes once the podcast airs and release. So just click on those links and it'll lead you right to where you need to go. Thanks again to Emily and Guernica. I'm Jay Scott. This has been another episode of The Hook Rocks. Take care of each other, stay safe, and we will talk again soon. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.